Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here working hard to improve our financial IQ. It's so important to remember, and I know I say this every day, but high school and college are not there to teach you how to build wealth. They are there to teach you how to get a job. They do an effective job of that. Um, But it's up to us as individuals to learn the principles of money and wealth. Listening to shows like this helps. But make sure you're reading, make sure you're attending seminars, make sure you're focusing on understanding money. Um, it, is, it is not about having a job and climbing the corporate ladder. That's not how you get rich. Um, that's very, extremely ineffective. It only works for a very, very small percentage. I think it's one out of every thousand, one-tenth of one percent build wealth just through their job (laughs) that means it ain't you you're going to have to build a second stream of income like Warren Buffett said Uh, Warren Buffett has stated over and over again never rely on a sole source of income always invest to create a second source of income so you gotta buy income producing assets like businesses in real estate not stocks not mutual funds not gold silver not crypto income producing assets like real estate and nine out of ten millionaires used real estate to become so Um, I want to talk about something we talked about at the end of the show yesterday when I got after the show I got some concerned emails about explaining how REITs, R-E-I-T's, work. There, um, I didn't want people, I, I didn't mean to make people panic and go sell their REITs. I mean, I'd prefer you sold them, but it's not like you have to do it immediately. Um, REITs are what they are. You know, they figured out a way to raise capital, raise money, and go buy real estate but the problem is REITs are flow investors meaning they've got to keep that money moving for them to be profitable and they have deadlines to meet when it comes to buying real estate well if you have a deadline and you're rushing to buy real estate do you think you're going to wait for the right deal? Do you think you're going to analyze a hundred properties to come up with one you want to buy? The answer is no. These guys are under pressure to buy real estate quickly. And as a result, they do bad deals. I told the story of where a REIT came in. One of our sponsors, John Manna's, um, bought three self-storage complexes, big ones, several hundred units each. 
And six months later, he gets a phone call, and it's a REIT on the line. He wasn't going to sell those properties for five years. That was a five-year plan. But a REIT called. (laughs) And when a REIT calls, you answer the phone. Because those son of a guns are going to overpay for the property. If I'm not mistaken, and it's I could be off by a few hundred thousand, they gave him two million dollars more than he had just paid for them. He went ahead and sold. At the end of nine months, if you'd have been a member of Total Wealth Academy, you might have partnered with him in that deal. So you put a hundred grand in that deal with John Manis. You would have received a check back for $190,000 in nine months. Almost doubled your money in nine months. See why we love REITs? But that doesn't mean just because they're incompetent property managers, they're incompetent at at buying property, just be aware of what you're in. Now, to prove my point that most people have a low financial IQ, how many of you knew when you bought a REIT that they were flow investors? You probably, the first time you've ever heard that term was when I said it two minutes ago. What are you doing investing in stuff you don't understand? It's crazy. I'm going to be brutal. I'll tell you why. You're freaking lazy. You don't want to go take a course. You don't want to spend a weekend studying your investments. That's too much work. Just throw it at the stock market. Oh, I know. Hire a financial planner. That's ultra lazy. Think about this. The average financial planner in the United States makes about a hundred grand a year. So here's what you did. You went to a financial planner because they have a title. You think titles are important. They're not. And you said this. Mr. and Mrs. Financial Planner, I know you don't make a lot of money. I know you're not rich. I know you're not retired. But will you teach me how to get rich and retire? They can't help you. They've never done it. Now, are all financial planners ineffective? No. There are some good financial planners. But I would tell you it's probably just the top 20%, if you're familiar with the Pareto Rule. 80% of the results flow from the top 20% of the people. So if there's 50,000 financial planners in Houston, I don't know the number, only 10,000 of them are good. The rest of them are just dabbling. Ask yourself this. Do you have one of the 80% or one of the top 20%? Chances are you've got the 80% because the top 20% won't work with you unless you have a couple million dollars. So, 
you need to understand what you're putting your money in. See, all of my students, the people that I work with directly, are what's known as sophisticated in the U according to the US government. They know how to read a P&L. They know what internal rate of return is. They know what average rate of return is. They know what cash flow is. They know the difference between cash flow and NOI, net operating income. They know how to evaluate and underwrite self-storage, senior living, um, apartments. So when they invest, when my students invest, they know what they're getting into. Most of you are in investments you don't understand, and that's why you're getting slaughtered. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. When you put money in the bank or pay your insurance premium, they take that money and go buy real estate with it. Why? Because it gives the highest rate of return and is the lowest risk. This is called passive investing. Due to some recent changes in the laws, you can now invest the exact same way. Total Wealth Academy can show you how. Visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend our free sample class on real estate investing. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. We're going to talk about improving your financial IQ another way now. A lot of people think incorrectly that the way to buy rental property is to go out there, go to Wells Fargo, put 20% down, and when they do that, they realize that every deal you know is forty fifty sixty thousand dollars out of pocket they look back at their bank account and go wow I can only buy two or three low financial IQ you don't know what you're doing I'm gonna bring on a guest noblemortgage.com noblemortgage.com if you are in a safe place and you can go check it out, go to noblemortgage.com. The owner is on the line, Daryl Dyke. Um, Daryl, welcome to the show and thanks for calling in. Thanks, Steve. Always good to be on the show and visit with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. I'm pretty excited about the year um, and pretty excited. Let's talk about next Tuesday. I forgot about that. Yeah, we have our uh, our big event on Tuesday, which I'm glad that you're going to be a part of it again. It's our Houston Real Estate Forecast Panel for 2024, and it's going to be we have free drinks, free food, you know, lots of networking up front, and then the second half of the uh, of the uh, program is from 5:30 to 8:30 at Norris Conference Center, and you can you can RSVP at noblemortgage.com slash event. But the second half, we're going to have a panel of experts on stage, including, of course, you, my friend. <laughs> Uh, myself, I'll be emceeing. We have some uh, wholesale investors. We've got a, a property management company. We have the new incoming HAR chair. So lots of people that have been in the business for a long time. So you can put your question in through the website, or you can just show up, and we'll take live questions from the audience after the uh, the end of the program. So it's going to be a really good, really good uh, event to attend. Good networking and good information. Yeah, that's noblemortgage.com forward slash event. Yes, sir. Events. 
Okay. Or just go to noblemortgage.com and you'll click up at the menu to go down to uh, events as well. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, there's event events the right at the top. Yeah, yeah, go to everybody. Yeah, oh, that's a really nice uh, document there. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's next Tuesday, January 16th. For those of you who would like to, you know, for what it's worth, <coughs> excuse me, because none of us have crystal balls, but if you want to see what professional real estate investors think is going to go on in 2024 and meet Daryl, uh, Steve Rosenberg, who is an outstanding speaker, um, you got A.C. Ramos, Joni Wolfswinkle, who is awesome property manager and investor. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's next Tuesday. January 16th, go to noblemortgage.com, click on events at the top of the page, and you can find out. And can you make a reservation right there? Yeah, you sure can. Yep, you can RSVP right there. Perfect, perfect. Well, uh, at the beginning of every show, I talk about improving your financial IQ. And then before you came on, I think you could hear me possibly, I mentioned that most people think, you know, what you do when you start buying rent properties, you go down to Wells Fargo or Chase and get a loan and buy rent property, but that is completely wrong. First off, not many people know this, low financial IQ. Did you know that Wells Fargo would, <coughs> excuse me, would not even finance the deals that we buy because they've got too much damage? Missing doors, holes in the wall, missing carpet. Chase, uh, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, they're not going to finance you. But Daryl and Noble Mortgage, they have a special type of loan known as smart money, hard money, bridge loan, whatever you want to call it. We'll call it hard money through the rest of the show. But has a special investor loan where you can literally buy property for, okay, uh, I'm just going to use an exaggeration this is an exception, but Linda McKinley just bought a house. When she closed, they wrote her a check for $13,000. You can get in for zero down in some cases. And, and when you refi, you might even get money back. Um, so if you would, Daryl, tell them a little bit about uh, your investor loan. Sure. Thanks, Steve. So, yeah, the, the hard money loans are really just a bridge in order to get into a property that's not in perfect condition. So like you said, it may have holes in the sheetrock, may need some foundation work, roof work, whatever it is. But a traditional bank or conventional lender will not finance that property until it's livable. So you can go through what's called a hard money loan, and that's where we're going to lend you based on not what you're buying it for, but what the property is going to be worth after you put the repairs into it. So we call it that our after-repaired value, or ARV. So... <clears throat> If you're buying the house for, I'll use simple numbers in case we don't have math people out there. If you're buying it for $50,000 and it needs $20,000 in repairs, we'll send our appraiser out there. He'll look at the house, look at the budget list of what you plan on doing with the property. And then if that property would appraise for $100,000 because you're putting all this work into it, we would lend as much as 75% of that after repaired value, which would give the borrower $75,000. So. You get fifty thousand to purchase it. We hold. We get twenty thousand dollars for repairs, which we distribute it to you just like a construction loan. And then you even have five thousand dollars for closing costs. So 
you walk into that house with zero money out of pocket, you, you once the repairs are done, you close on a loan, you, you do the repairs really quickly, we refinance it into a traditional, conventional 30-year mortgage, and then boom, like you said, you don't have 20% down anymore. you got nothing in that deal. It's amazing. I remember, how long have you been doing this? It's been about 25 years, my friend, 25 years. Wow. I remember when you first introduced this to me, it blew me away because we were we were doing REOs back then a lot of weren't we I think so yep. yeah, yeah absolutely that, way back and again we were putting 20% down um and paying the repairs out of our pocket and then you came along with uh, with others with these bridge loans and changed everything um People, you really need to understand that this cuts. I, I, I do an analysis in my Saturday class, Daryl, where I compare a deal you did for me that was about 20000 out of pocket, and I show them that if I had gone to Wells Fargo, it would have been $67,000 out of pocket. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's just crazy. All right, if anybody has a question, please feel free to call and ask Daryl or myself, it's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me a question or email me a question for Daryl. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. So you're also doing some commercial lending too, right? Yeah, we do just about everything. The hard money is just one type of loan that we do. We do regular conventional loans for first-time buyers, FHA. <clears throat> we even do some hard money for com- commercial properties, um, new construction, um, permanent loans for commercial properties. All of our deals are less than about $5 million, so we don't get anything super super big on the commercial side. But, yeah, we've done a number of small apartment complexes. As a matter of fact, we just closed on a 15-unit uh, with a borrower purchasing the property, and they're going to do some um, – some renovations to it, kind of upgrade it, reposition the property, you know, taking a, you know, maybe a D property and turn it into a C property where they can raise the rent. So we do a lot of those types of things as well. And, you know, I've financed anything from daycare centers to office buildings, you name it. If it's, if it's real estate, we typically have a loan for it, unless it's something really, you know, industrial, like a gas station or something like that. Gotcha. Now, on these first-time buyers, Conventional loans, what's the lowest down payment someone with really good credit can get in at for a new so the home? the FHA loan, you can get in for about 3.5% of the purchase price. Man, that's nothing. But you got PMI. You do have PMI. You know, if you put, anytime you put down less than 20%, you do have PMI. Uh, if you go the more conventional route, you can put, you know, you can put 5 or 10% down, <clears throat> which you would still have PMI, but you can get a second mortgage which would be at a little bit higher rate, but you're not paying PMI. So at least you can deduct that interest every year. Yeah. So just so it's clear for all the listeners, um, Daryl can handle the purchase of a new home or used home or whatever you're doing, not just investment-style property. And people, if you you need a loan $5 million or less for a commercial property, please reach out to Daryl. Uh, Daryl has done, you know, I, can, I 
I don't know if you've done 30 or 40 deals for me. I'm not sure if you count. Yeah, it was the, a number. We, we did a bunch for you, and we did a bunch for Trevor as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, his service is phenomenal. When I needed something, oh, the other great thing, Daryl, I got you all my information on the first one. You never asked me for anything else ever. <laughs> it was like I would just call up and go, okay, I found another one. And Chris would go, okay, send me all the, send me the address, send me the earnest money contract. Who's where's it? Where's the title open? And then the next thing I know, I'm at closing. Yep. Just crazy. Yeah, we can close those deals. We can close them so fast too. You know, a traditional mortgage takes at least thirty days, whereas on the hard money loans, you know, <clears throat> we tell everybody on average about five to seven business days. But you know, we close them even quicker than that. We close a loan in a day before, so. Just depends how quickly we can get the appraisal and title work in, but so that enables you to move really quickly because you know when you find these deals that you're buying for fifty cents on the dollar, and, and obviously it's probably going to need repairs. You know you can't tell the seller that you need thirty to forty-five days to close. You're going to need to act really, really quickly. So that's the other advantage of hard money is it enables you to move very, very quickly and hit the ground running. Okay, we got to go to break. We'll talk more after the break, Daryl. This is the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. Thanks for listening. money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. On the line with me is Daryl Dyke of noblemortgage.com. I want to remind everybody that he can handle personal residences as well as investment, any type of investment property, $5 million and below. And um, his service is incredible. I never had one problem. And like I said, I've done 30 or 40 deals with him, all single family. Uh, just amazing work. But I was going to tell you, Daryl, you were talking about closing quick. I remember a time, one time, I'm literally, you can see through this house. If you're in the road, you can see through the house and see the backyard. Um, missing walls, gutted. And I called you, I think I spoke with Chris, and I said, Chris, man, this guy's going to be foreclosed on in three days. Can we close this deal before he's foreclosed on? Chris got off the line with me, talked to you, and he said yes. And we closed that, I would say, in about two and a half days. It was insane. And that ended up being a complete gut rehab, uh, probably the most complex rehab I've ever done. Uh, but you got it done in three days. That was less than three days. That was just amazing. All right, yeah, everybody. I, think I remember that deal, actually. Yeah. If you've got a question for Daryl or myself, please give us a call at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Okay, got an email here about the event. The event is next Tuesday evening. This is the Houston Real Estate Forecast Panel. There are 
really counting Daryl's seven different speakers on the panel. And you, there's going to be a lot of question and answer. Daryl will, of course, have some questions to get it started. But it's going to be at the Norris Conference Center, um, Memorial City, January uh, 16th, which is next Tuesday, is it? Yep, this coming yeah. Tuesday. Next Tuesday, 5.30 to 8.30. So you can find out more. Go to noblemortgage.com forward slash, or, or actually just go to noblemortgage.com. Events is right at the top. Just click events, and it takes you straight to it. But I will send you a link as well. Another question is, okay, he wants to remain anonymous, probably at work. He's got 20, it, I'm just doing this in my head, for about 20 units, 20 single-family units, a couple of duplexes and, and houses, um, blanket loans. Do you handle stuff like that? Yeah, we can do blanket loans. <clears throat> you know, it would be with one of our portfolio lenders where we're basically doing one loan on several properties. And so <clears throat> he could have them all under one note, which simplifies accounting, obviously. And then, you know, the thing about a blanket loan you want to make sure you get is a partial release clause. So if at some point in the future you want to sell one of the houses, you know what it would cost to release that particular house out of the loan. Yeah, so basically, if they don't have that, then they've got to sell, say they put six houses under one loan, they got to sell all six at the same time? Yeah, if they don't have a partial release clause in there. So, you know, if a, if a lender does a, a blanket loan, it shouldn't be too difficult. I'll just make sure to tell them, you know, ask them what their partial release clause is, because that could vary from lender to lender, but they should put it in there. But if it's not, I would absolutely make sure they put it in there in case they get an offer on, you know, one of the properties that they just can't refuse and they want to sell it off. Well, question, if if he's got 20, so he's run out of Fannie Mae loans, so he must be using mm -hmm. portfolio loans, um, if he puts all 20 into one blanket, does that count as one loan now, and he can go back and get more Fannie Mae loans? No, it doesn't. When they initially changed the rule, uh, it allowed investors to do that, but now it's based on the number of houses that you have financing on. So any <clears throat> any single-family house, that you have financing on is counted as one. And a single-family house is, is considered up to four units. So even if it's not a conventional loan, you have it with you know, a private lender or a bank or something, if it has any type of financing on it, it counts against your 10. And once you have 10 single-family properties with financing on them, a conventional lender, or also known as Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, will not lend to you anymore. Now, there's, there's lots of other good options out there. You know, we do a lot of these debt service coverage loans where it doesn't even require tax returns. <clears throat> and the rates have, have come down quite a bit on those loans. At one point, they were even less than conventional. You know, we, had, we were doing wow. seven and a half and high sevens, and the conventional on investment properties were in the eight. And, you know, the rates have come down on conventional, so that's good news. Um, right now they're floating around 6% on a primary residence and around 7% on an investment property. And the debt service covered loans are right around seven and a half. So pretty pretty comparable, but there's no tax returns required, and there's no limit on the number of properties that you can finance through a debt service covers loan program. Okay, that's called a DS something. Yeah, well, we call them traditionally we call them non-QM loans, and they have different types and different lenders. But they have a debt service coverage loan where they don't require tax returns. They simply look at 
how much the property could rent for. And as long as the property could rent for the amount of the mortgage, then it covers the debt, and so they're satisfied with that. Wow. That's uh, unli- it's a pretty aggressive program. And there's, there's a lot of them out there. There's, there's a lot of different ones out there, and they're all fighting for the same loan. So they're, they're getting more and more competitive with each other. So they're good programs. And they're 30-year loans as well. The only downside also to those loans that I receive is they have a prepayment penalty on them, which typically lasts about three years. So if you go into that type of loan, just know that if you pay it off before three years, you're going to have some sort of penalty. Okay. Yeah, and we generally hold single families five to seven years, so that's not a big deal. Yeah, so it deal. shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, unless you're getting ready to trade up to an apartment um, that would – everybody – Listen closely. If you're buying a portfolio of single-family houses with the intent to sell all of them and go buy an apartment complex, during those last three years, you're not going to want to use that style loan if it's got a prepayment penalty. How bad is the Correct. prepayment? It's normally about six months' worth of interest. Okay. That's a pretty good hickey. Yeah, that's a good one. But that's the word I don't think anybody uses anymore these days, Steve, is hickey. <laughs> We're, a lot of you they younger probably beat probably you. Know that word. They probably know that beat word you means. out. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's what. That's a four-letter word with a Y. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you've got questions, please call us two eight one five five eight five seven three eight two eight one five five eight K S E V or fire me an email. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Now, this Thomas is just asking if his personal residence counts in the 10 loans from Fannie Mae. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So basically, Fannie Mae has you set up to buy your home and nine rent properties, pretty much. That's correct. Then what are people switching to once they hit 11? Once they go to 11, we can either put them into a portfolio loan or one of our uh, non-QM loans, which is the loan, the loan I just described, either a, a, a debt service coverage loan or something like that. Um, but I would probably push them into the non-QM loans first just because you get that 30-year loan if, if they don't plan on selling it within three years. Because if you go to a portfolio loan, you're looking at a maximum amortization of 20 to 25 years. So your payment's going to be a little bit higher. And then also, within after five years, the note is going to balloon or become due in full and so you're going to have to extend it with your existing lender refinance it or pay it off so what that does to you as an investor is you have a new interest rate environment because nobody knows where rates are going to be in five years whereas with a 30-year mortgage obviously you've got your rate set forever yeah that's nice yeah those those loans are really being competitive if they're giving you a fixed rate for 30 years wow that's a heck of a deal because I know so many people stress because the banks, you know, they look at your income, they look at your rent coming in and come up with a percentage that they, what does a bank credit you? They don't, if you got a $1,500 rent, they don't even give you credit for the full 1500 do they? No, they typically discount it at about 20 or 30% to allow yeah. them for repairs, so. Yeah, these debt service covers loan lenders are very aggressive. I mean, it, it literally just has to be the amount of the rent or like a dollar over in order for it to cover it. So they're pretty aggressive loans. Yeah, that's that's powerful because if you've got unlimited, 
because I'm t- I'm meeting with the guy at four o'clock. He's got forty five houses and forty five mortgages, so he's done it right. But uh, so many people are afraid they get. The, oh, this is another one. People don't realize it's actually easier to qualify for a rent property than it is your personal residence. You know, when you buy your first personal residence, all the listeners are going, man, they made me jump through hoops, you know, rectal exam, everything. And it's when you go to buy your rent properties, it's actually a little bit easier. And then once you qualify for one with Daryl, he's got that paperwork. You just call him for the second one, and he's already got all the paperwork. It's smooth as silk. All right, email's open, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. All right, Matt is asking, he has some kind words for the show. Thank you, Matt. I think, you know, Matt, this is a question you need to reach out to Daryl on. We just don't have the time to answer this. He's in self-storage. All of his deals are under $5 million, so I'm going to send him your contact information, Daryl. Okay, perfect. Yeah, he, he should be reaching out to you. Thank you for the email, email, Matt, but that's a complex question. Okay, Daryl, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. We'll talk again soon. All right, thank you, Steve. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're now, I think, going to be answering some emails. Uh, some of these, okay, that's just a sales pitch. Um, this first one comes from Katie. Phone lines are open, by the way, 281 558 5738. 281 558 KSEV. And Katie is having difficulty. She's got four rent houses and complains that it consumes a lot of time. Katie, this is said with respect, but I have to say it bluntly. You don't know what you're doing. You're mismanaging the property. I've run a hundred single families in less than 20 hours a month. Now, when you do the math, if I was making $400 a month per house and there were there were actually over a hundred houses that's forty thousand dollars a month for 20 hours work a month that's not 20 hours a week Katie you really 
should, sorry for the sales pitch, you should come in and spend Saturday with me. I'm teaching a class that includes property management. One of the big mistakes, Katie, that you probably made, because it's the most common mistake, is you were nice to the tenant before they moved in. And most people believe that's how you're supposed to lease. You know, you're selling something, you want to be nice, you want to show them you're going to be a good landlord and so on. So you were really nice to them. Wrong. You want to be a freaking grizzly bear when you're leasing. You want to rip their doggone heads off before you ever give them the keys to your property. Now, are you being an ass? No. But almost. When I lease single-family properties, totally different for apartments, by the way. Um, when I lease a single-family property, I'm very blunt, straight to the point, very little, if any, small talk. Small talk. How's the family? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. None of that crap. Straight to the point. Harsh. I'm going to also believe, Katie, you probably didn't run credit and criminal reports before you moved these people in because very few people do. And I could be wrong, Katie. But did you? You know, did you talk? to the previous landlord or just the present landlord? That's a mistake too. You talk to the previous landlord. The present landlord will lie to you to get a bad tenant out. You'll call them up and they'll go, oh yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith are great. But then you call the previous landlord, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, oh my God, they destroyed the property, they never paid their rent on time, do not lease to them. But I bet you talk to their present landlord. There's all kinds of things, Katie. Property management is rocket science. It's hard if you don't know the right things to do. Go back to being a bear. Why do I rip my tenants' heads off before they move in? So they know that if they screw with me once they move in, I'll rip their heads off again. But here's what I do. As soon as they move in, I switched to bunny rabbit mode. Now I'm nice to them. They have a problem, I solve it. They need a new AC, I get it. They need whatever they need. It has to be real, of course. Not a light bulb or a clogged toilet or clogged sink. They don't call me for stuff like that. But I bet you're getting calls like that. Because again, Katie, you don't know what you're doing. Um... You need to take my little $500 class. It's a Saturday from 8 a.m. till about 3 or 4. We're done and out of there by 4. And you'll know why five houses shouldn't even take you 30 minutes a month. If it's taking you more than 30 minutes a month to run five houses, you're doing it wrong. Why do I change to a bunny rabbit once they move in? Because it's all about tenant retention at that point. You don't want them to move out. You don't want them to move out. That avoids make-ready costs, rehab costs, loss of rent. Um, you want to keep that tenant in there. I, I've got tenants that have been with me for literally 20, 
good Lord, 25 years, they've paid for the house, completely paid for the house. It's amazing. So, Katie, please, if not my course, somebody's course, if you want to take my course, just go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. I'll give it to you for 400 Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash 400 and get in here and see me this Saturday, tomorrow morning, and I'll fix the problem you have with your rent properties. TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash 400 Okay, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me, it's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay. Um... This next question is from David. Let me summarize it. He's got 12 rent houses, close to a million dollars in equity. Close to a million dollars in equity. Yeah, David, you're really wasting your time in single family at this point. You really should have moved to apartments about $500,000 ago. But Yes, and David, all your homes are in the 250 to 350 price range. Those things are going to sell in 10 days or less. 10 days or less. I would do a 1031 exchange, sell all of them, take the million dollars, and go buy yourself a small apartment complex. And yes, my agents and our staff can assist you in everything from the 1031 exchange to finding the apartment complex. Yeah, that... I'm just reading. He wrote some kind words about the show. Thank you, David. Um, Yeah, that's what I would do. But congratulations. I mean, you kicked butt with these houses. You did really good. But it is time to move to apartments. Just be aware... Running an apartment is completely different from running single family. They're not the same. So make sure you take a course on property management for apartments. Um, and ours, our course does cover that. Okay. Phone lines are open. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Or email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay, this next question is from Nina. Um, thank you for the kind words. Nina has... Ooh... You know, when I add these numbers up, Nina, you're over a million bucks. Um, you're only willing to do 250. Can you leave it in your IRA? The answer is yes. Uh, if you want to do passive investing at Total Wealth Academy, you can use your IRA or 401k to do it without tax or penalty. Without tax or penalty. 
Yeah, and that's still a great start. And I even recommend this to my new members. Do two passive deals and stop. Wait for those two to start cash flowing. Wait till you start receiving checks before you do the next one. Um, so starting with 250, you could do two $125,000 deals, no problem. Nina, you're already a member. Oh, you're com you're going to be here tomorrow. Okay, great. I'll see you tomorrow, Nina. Thank you. All right. Phone lines are open 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Next email wishes to remain anonymous. Hates his job. Wants to build a second stream of income. All his money is in a 401k with his present employer. And your wife has a 401k too. Okay, that's all I need to know, that you are married. Here's what you do, Anonymous. You quadro your 401k to your wife. Quadro. I have attorneys here that can help you do that. You're basically giving your 401k to your wife. She can then use that money in both your names to invest passively in real estate. It's called a quadro. I'll email you because we're out of time. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. been listening to the total wealth academy radio show please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal tax or investing advice always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions to find out more about coaching and consulting at total wealth academy visit totalwealthacademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing thanks for listening have a great day